0: welcome back to the obsessed podcast talking about our obsession with the splendor of mariah carey i'm gareth
1: hey you guys it's Gi.
0: and it's nick and this week we have another lamb chat with a special lamb please introduce yourself Wait, do um, we
1: even know if he's a lamb? Sorry to cut you off, like, first <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, very presumptuous of you, but
0: okay, sorry. I think if someone's, we'll get into it, but I think if someone's yeah. going to spend this much time on Mariah Carey documentaries, I think there's some level of lambly whatever. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm Cam, Um, I'm 20, I'm from Canada, uh, and I'm in film school, and yes, I am a lamb. I've been a lamb since about 2018, and I became a lamb because I was just on YouTube, and I saw the fantasy video. Like it just popped up in my feed, and I was like, "What is this?" And then so I clicked on it, and I thought her voice was gorgeous. And um, then I watched like an emotions live performance, like uh, like the one in the pink dress or whatever. And I was like astounded by how perfect her voice was. I was like, "How is her voice that perfect?" So then, um, like I think. It just kind of grew and grew and grew and then like i'd say it's bored i wouldn't say obsessive but you know i'm (laughs) i would definitely consider myself a lamb so and i feel like you'd have to be too like um said to spend so much time on mariah so yeah anyway that's me
3: (laughs) i love that you said that you uh became a lamb during fantasy because that is my birth song too i became a lamb during the daydream era and fantasy caught me and i was a. I was addicted instantly
2: yeah well, I saw the video and I was like, the bangs, the bangs are so gorgeous. I was like, I was blown away. So um, yeah. And then I watched the the Madison Square Garden live performance and I was like, she sounds just as good live. So yeah.
3: I love it. I, it's so nostalgic for me. It just brings me back to 1995. I, I love it. Even now? Like Even now. I, everywhere. I, I have never been tired of fantasy, but it's just really had a resurgence over what, the last two or three years though. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say even the last year, especially, obviously with Free Guy and then the surge in Spotify plays recently. Um, But no, I'm obsessed with Fantasy, the album version specifically. I was just talking with Caleb on a live chat last night, two nights ago, about the Daydream album and Fantasy in particular, the opening vocals darling the layering the (laughs) stacking and then the high note into the dropping of the bass it's just tonic moment for mariah and like you were saying the video the bass drops and then the roller coaster starts happening like it's it's iconic it's one of the first songs i really was like my girl you know
2: i still love the song the second verse was what blew me away specifically like those those vocals like she's just constantly hitting that like you never hear a a dark part of her voice and that's what I loved about the song it was um it's very like happy so even if I'm in a bad mood I can listen to it and I'm like I'm vibing so yeah
3: I wanted to ask you Gia why do you prefer just the album version over the remix version I think we've had this discussion before
1: specifically the opening vocal intro moment especially with like the layering of those vocals and then like the the breathier notes and the low notes into that high note and then obviously the shoot a that come after. Like, it's just such a happy summertime car ride roller skating moment. I, I know how people feel about the ODB version and it being such an iconic game changer, groundbreaking moment in music history, but the original one is just happier. Like, it, there's you can't deny that. Okay. And that's how I feel, Nick. <laughs>
3: All right, Chica. If anybody doesn't know who Cameron is, he is the lamb who made uh, the videos on the channel Realizing a Dream. He's had a three-part series so far. Hopefully there'll be more. Um, He's had Realizing the Dream as his first installment, leaving the fairy tale uh, as the second installment, and then the one he released two weeks ago was uh, Breaking Down, which goes through the glitter era.
1: Fucking iconic, Cameron. Oh, my God. I was crying. I couldn't even get through the last one. It was a huge, huge thing for me. I was, like, so excited to get to the Butterfly era. And then the way you ended it with Glitter, like, I'm just going to go on the tangent. So I'm going to wrap that up right there. But I love the videos. First and foremost, I'm fucking obsessed with them. The first time I saw them, like, I had to watch it again. And then Nick sent it to me. And I was like, boo, I already seen that. Like, where you been? Like, remember, Nick, how, how, how it always is, like, I am a YouTube lamb, first and foremost. So I will binge Mariah content and the format in which you do it, like you just take pieces of the book and interviews and pieces of the era and just everything fits together so perfectly. It reminds me of when I first became a lamb and I would just go through all my suggested videos and search Mariah interviews. And literally our first episode, we talk about this, like how the interviews with like Barbara Walters and things of that nature, where she's talking about like the situation with Tommy and why she had to get away from it. Your videos brought me back to the roots of when and why I became a lamb and I felt like almost like a reborn again moment because <laughs> I'm kind of over Mariah right now I'm not gonna lie bitch girl. girl I need a new album sorry Nick but no this new video it topped the rest of them for me you've outdone yourself I'm obsessed Thank you for what you do. I know that could have couldn't have been easy, you know, so I really appreciate that.
2: Wow, thank thanks so much for 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 saying that and stuff. Um, it's crazy to me to actually talk to people about it because I've never talked to anyone out loud about it, um who's seen them, but um yeah, uh, blows me away, so i'm I'm very happy you enjoyed it.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I want to piggyback off of Gia because um, I remember when that first video came out. Uh, cause it came out, uh, if I remember right, it was like during, um, quarantine, 19. but absolutely, yeah. And it kept going on YouTube and off the of YouTube. And then you kept like updating it a little bit. Um, you kind of explained it a little bit in your making of the video and mm-hmm. where you added the audio book to it. But I want to say first and foremost, like, and I've said this in your comments on your video that your videos should be a requirement for every lamb to watch when they come into the lamb leaf, period, because Absolutely. you, you execute it so perfectly throughout her career. It's just break it down. I never wanted your videos to end. And then, and then you'd wait these like months for the next video. And then you keep hoping that you're going to do it. Like when are we going to get to the butterfly era? And then we get to the butterfly era there so well done and i'm so grateful that you have made these videos they are so good i was literally crying on the third installment like it, it you just did it so
2: so well
1: grateful is the best word like i could think of like i am just grateful that you made them yes
2: well thanks so much yeah like well when i made them i was there was nothing really like a documentary for the lambs to watch um like about mariah like i think there was one on like a documentary channel um, then I had seen it was like 45 minutes and like covered her whole career. But like, for me, it seemed like the first album and the second album went together and then like Music Box, Merry Christmas and Daydream, they went together and like these eras seemed to like fit together. Um, so I think when when I was making them like that's kind of why they're in the segmented parts and like the length they are. And I, I thought they're definitely too long. And like um, Nick said something about uh, how they kept getting taken down and being put back up. I've had so many <laughs> problems with copyright when making these um, but like we figured it out and like it's really like the love of the the lambs which is why I kept pushing to continue ma- making them because people enjoy them so much and I've, I've never had people you know tell me they've like enjoyed my work that much before and stuff like that and so it's very like validating and very cool um, to even talk to you guys about this so thanks so much.
3: Of course. why did you make these videos what brought you to the point to make these videos and how much time did you spend on each part
2: um okay so what brought me to make these videos uh so i had like when i was 15 i was like really into demi lovato so i had this isn't like my first time i had like any kind of kind of fan account so i had like a demi lovato fan account and then like that was on instagram and and then eventually like that kind of died um but then i i don't know if you guys remember um on youtube like my channel used to be a channel called mariah unlocked and it had the behind the yeah madison square garden secrets tokyo dome secrets like from new york to tokyo secrets stuff like that um and i shared the channel with this guy named dom so basically um how that started was i was looking at the butterfly tour on tokyo dome from 98 and i noticed that like there was some undubbed vocals from Madison Square Garden put over Tokyo 98. And I was like, oh, because someone had commented that and I was like, oh. So then I I made the video, um, the Madison Square Garden video with Dom. And then yeah, uh so, but when I I remember working with that Madison Square Garden footage and it just felt right. I was like, oh I need to keep working with this. But then um with those videos, like it's talking about the dubbing and stuff like that. So um I got some hate and uh it was like well how could you you know, tarnish her legacy, like this woman could sing. And like, I, I, I I agreed with that. And I was like, you know, I don't want to make these kind of videos. Um, I want to do something that really celebrates her instead of like diminishes her. Cause that wasn't my goal, you know, like it's, it's known of like the dumbing and stuff. So that wasn't my goal with those videos. My goal was to just kind of like, um, make some fun lamb videos. And then it was April, 2020 when I started working on part one and I I'd seen the Whitney documentary. So I, just kind of started developing the idea like there's the Someday segment um, from part one where uh, it's the acapella and then the interview with Tommy and then the bit of bits of like the Barbara Walters interview and stuff. Um, that was kind of the seed of it. And then it kept growing. And the idea initially was to have the two parts, um, part one and part two, part one covering, you know, her childhood debut up to Emotion. Sorry, I'm talking so much.
1: No, we literally... Brought me on to here for this. We want to know literally. Like, I'm going to be absorbing this conversation after we're done with it. I'm going to listen to the <laughs> podcast two times over. Like, <laughs> this is just how it is. It's totally we, good. You're, you, you are literally,
3: perfect. you are literally an elusive lamb. So, I want to hear all of this.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: yes. I, we need this tea. Like, it's been like over a year with these videos out, right, Nick? Like, I've been curious about. Make, you know, yeah it's been sorry, over a year I... but
3: uh cameron reposted the video the one that has 1.2 million views right now the realizing a dream video he posted that in april reposted it in april
2: of 2021 right um that was january uh initially it came out in september and then the original idea was for part two to be for music box merry christmas and then daydream so i thought of that and i I thought it was such a cool idea um, not to eat my own ass, but like, I, I was like, oh, this is like, this seems like really cool. Um, and I'd seen on like the Hero of music video, there was a comment that said from, you know, 1990 to 1996, this was Tommy Mottola's Mariah Carey. And then after that, it was Mimi's Mariah Carey. And I thought that was such an interesting way to put it. So that's where the title came from. We'll get into the title too. Like I've gotten some hate. For the title um but yeah so initially that was the idea the first two parts so i i started working on part one uh in april and then i had the first version of it done by like the beginning of august of 2020 and it was i don't know if you guys have seen the original version of that it's like yeah i saw the original
1: okay absolutely yeah
2: okay cool um well thanks for watching uh but yeah so the original version included like whole music videos. Um, And I originally couldn't even post it on YouTube. I posted it on Vimeo, Vimeo, um, but it couldn't uh, like YouTube just has different algorithm algorithms. And I don't know if you guys like, like, you know, after a long day you sit down and watch Vimeo, like no one's really on Vimeo. So it's like, I eventually uh, figured out how to get it onto YouTube. So it was like whole music videos and I had this awful sharpening on it. So all the footage, I don't know if that version still exists anywhere um but like all the footage was like super like pixelated and stuff um because I was still figuring it out um and that one was about two and a half hours and then I posted it on YouTube and I I guess it was it was around the time the memoir was coming out so I guess people thought it was the memoir so they were like clicking on it and I was like whoa people are actually watching this um and it got to stay on for a month from like I think it was from September to October And then that really motivated me at that time to work on part two. So I got like halfway through part two and then copyright people were like, nah, girl, we're taking this down. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Not (laughs) today, bitch. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) So um, what ended up happening was like, I like got really like discouraged and I kind of like almost gave up. Like I did give up for like a few months. Um, because that happened like earlyish October of 2020 and um it got around Christmas time and I was like, you know what? I still have all these files. I put so much time into this. Why don't I try and reinvent it, bring it back in a new way and like um get it back up cuz I I've yeah, like I said I've done so much work for it. Yeah, so then my project became to revitalize part 1 and you know, make it able to go on YouTube. So work through all the copyright instead of disputing the claims, which is what I was doing um, originally. I would edit out, I would edit it so the copyright detection couldn't figure it out, like um, whether that's recutting music videos or cutting in new stuff or whatever. And then I also wanted to put the audiobook into part one because it was in part two, and it was always going to be in part two. But I wanted them to feel more like the same because the original version of part one and part two are very different. Anyway, I'm b- very long-winded. Um, but then I, I posted it and, uh, didn't really get much views for the first month. And then the lambs started really liking it. And then, um, with the first two, like, here we are. So it's, it's, it's great. So, and and I was, I was so surprised that people watched it and liked it and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was, it's just been an amazing experience for me and very like surprising. (laughs) So
3: what was your reaction to getting a million views on the first video? um (laughs) was that your first was that your first uh million views for a video ever
2: yeah first million views ever it was crazy for me because I remember um in the making of part one you know part two and part three are a different story but part one like I didn't know there was gonna be an audience for it you know like I was just kind of making it like on faith and like you know I think this is a cool idea um but I didn't know anyone was gonna enjoy it or, or want more or anything like that. So it was just kind of like, I was, I was making it in hopes that, you know, people would watch it and it'd be like the thing for the lambs to watch if they want to see the documentary on Mariah. And then, uh, when, when it originally got posted, someone was like, Oh, like, I hope this gets to a million views one day. And it seemed like a very far away, like kind of like dream of mine. And then it got to a million views and I was like, are you serious? (laughs) So it's like, uh, it blows my mind. And like, I still can't even like, like, millions a lot I it's kind of incomprehensible like um but it's it's very cool and crazy and you know I've I never thought that the audience would get that big or anything like that so um total surprise
1: I have a question so was it monetized because you said that you were having all these issues with copyright but before 2 million views like are you monetized like does it does that stuff generate money for you
2: I make, we don't, zero. we don't have to put
1: that on the podcast if you don't you, want
2: you to put it on the podcast. It's, it's not a big deal. I make zero money from the YouTube views. I've made zero money because it's copyright. Um, like the, like, cause you can get it unblocked. Like, cause there's like the red claims. Like if you guys are on YouTube, like if you get claimed and it's like red, like it's the, blo- the videos block. So you can't have it be public, but mine's like yellow, if that makes sense. So it's like, I can't monetize my channel. So I've made zero money. I so I do have the GoFundMe and the PayPal and stuff set up if if the, the lambs want to be generous and stuff like that. But- you
1: should put that in. I don't think I ever saw that like in the, I'm so bad at reading the description. It's you should description. put that oh, it's in the description, but you, he just said that, but I'm bad at reading the description. I didn't even know that there was a GoFundMe or anything like that deserve it. First of all, the work that you put into this absolutely should be compensated for that. Like this is like textbook knowledge that needs to be known by the lambs who are obsessed like we are. So definitely I would recommend a watermark or something. (laughs) Yeah, you should do
0: that. I want to ask, um, with the amount of views that you've just mentioned for your videos, any one of them, I mean, of course you've got your 1.2 million but like every single video has quite a lot regardless of that. It's like, it's huge. So I just wanted to, has anybody tried to like come to you and threaten legal action to take them down?
2: No, nothing like that. Um, no one's ever come for me in that way. I've Like the Lamb has been really nice and everyone's been really nice. Um, like the worst, Things I've had was like just disputes in the copyright um, and like the copyright. I call them copyright Nazis coming after my videos. But like nothing like, oh, you need to take these down because they're my work. You know what I mean? Like um, it's not like I'm taking anyone else's work. Um, So, yeah. Uh,
3: What was the most interesting thing that you learned about Mariah while making these videos? The most surprising thing.
2: Okay, yeah. So her family surprised me um, because I started making it before the memoir came out. So I just kind of knew about her family through the TV specials. Like she talks about her family life in the first vision and um, her mom's in here as Mariah Carey. And yeah, so when I read the audio book, well, I, I listened to it. I wanted I wanted to hear Miss Mariah's voice. I was totally shocked that like everything with her mom and her siblings and stuff like that, like I had seen before, um, it's in part two, like um, cut in stuff with pedals, um, an interview with her, her sister and her brother talking, them talking about her, and then hearing Mariah's perspective on that from the audiobook, it was just totally shocking to me, and like how much she covered for her family. And then when I started delving into kind of because people just upload um, stuff on YouTube, uh, like stuff about I think her mom kidnapped Allison's son in 94. Um, And then that was like the first news that hit the public about Mariah's family and stuff. So that really shocked me. I had I also, with the audiobook, the understanding of like just how oppressive Tommy was. like she had spoken about it on radio interviews and stuff like over the years. So I had more of an idea about that over the over her family life. Um but her family life wasn't as um, important until part three. I mean, that that was what surprised me most. Um, but her resilience is is crazy for her to have not only have like the whole world um, on her back, but her family. That was the worst part, I think.
3: Yeah, her family are haters, especially, I think, Morgan the most. Yeah. Allison just wants money, in my opinion, allegedly. But in my opinion, it's just like she says, they're her former brother and sister.
2: Yeah, that was really shocking to me and um, really saddening, but... um that's her life, right? Where did you find all the information
3: for your videos? And how much time did that take? Like the information? Like, yeah. um, like like the clips and everything. Like you have stuff in there that I have been looking for for years. Like at the beginning of your third video, the, the message that she left on her website back in the day. I remember that when she did that. I remember listening to that that day. And I could never find it. You can find it a okay, little bit. Okay,
1: but Nick, you don't be on there looking at clips. Of Mariah like
2: lands like girl, me too, yes,
1: though. I do. i <laughs> girl, for a minute.
2: Girl. All right, yeah, it, it came from YouTube sources, uh, interviews, uh, share mania. It was a big source because I, I heard about Sharemania from Dom, who's uh, the guy I started the channel with. It was called Mariah Unlocked. Then, then I kind of took control of the channel and like re re uh, I wouldn't say rebranded, but rebranded it, um, to being realizing a dream, um. Yeah. So those sources, the audiobook was a source. Um, My intention with it. So when I was first kind of like figuring out how I wanted the story to unfold, I was like, should I do narration? Um, But that felt really inauthentic to me, Um, I think. And that's not who I am. I'm not someone who wants to be uh, on the screen or heard on the screen or anything like that. So I decided to use only Mariah. So she's telling her own story the whole time. I'm just kind of like, Um, tying it together. And that's my job as the editor. But I never wanted to manufacture anything that that didn't come from Mariah directly herself. This is very much her perspective. Like even in the whole Tommy situation, it's all from her perspective. It's not really attempting to tell Tommy's perspective, because it's just what Mariah says, and uh, her story. So uh, yeah, I hope that that answers your question.
1: Now, are you allowed to take the voice of her from the audiobook and put it out there like if it's all done in your video you know what I um, mean
2: I don't think technically I want it to be respectful with that because it's not my audiobook or anything like that so every every piece of the audiobook is extremely cut up like it's very short um it's shortened like I take out any information that isn't like 100% valuable because I still want people to buy the book and I don't like I knew when I was doing that that I had to walk a line because it's it's her memoir and i mm-hmm. always say in the comments like buy the memoir because the memoir is better like and you'll get more of an idea of who mariah is from the memoir but i don't technically have permission for it because like i'm like i'm 20 in film school i don't have much uh leeway with stuff like that
3: you used it really tastefully though it really lined up i, I like the memoir in the audiobook couldn't have come out at a more perfect time for your video, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. So it It worked worked out really
3: perfectly. perfectly. And you've lined it up really, really well.
2: Thank you. Um, Yeah, I didn't want it to be distracting. And with part three, there was much more of the audiobook than in part two. So at a certain point, I had to strike a balance between, because you still want to see stuff from the era. And like. so I've been trying to figure that out and navigate that uh, specifically. Do you think
3: Mariah or anybody from her team has seen your videos, or have they reached out to you in any way or commented on your videos?
2: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think Mariah's seen the videos. Uh, I like got a comment once that said maybe she mentioned something about it in a Twitter space, like sh- she said something about um, videos on the internet being sympathetic to her life. So yeah, but I don't necessarily think she she saw it. So, I, but how would I know? You know, like... Uh, I bet I she's seen she saw it. it.
0: I, have I, a feel, she I have a feeling she has. Because we said I a bet. lot over um, Christmas about the Christmas special. And there was some hints that she made. Could not been towards us. It could have been towards anybody. But I feel that we went heavy with it. Or just the it.
1: lamely in general. Yeah. But it did feel kind of pointed towards it us. Did. And, and, it we, was, yeah.
0: and we don't have as big a uh following or as big of um you know views as what you have
1: also mariah strikes me as the kind of person who would be like what are people talking about me today about you know
0: like <laughs> you know what not, I, mean? I feel that somebody's brought it to her attention and i don't i don't know if that's in a comment oh there's somebody like making documentaries about your journey on on online and that's it or whether someone's actually like look at what i found but i do feel that someone's bringing these platforms and these uh, accounts to her attention for her to make these comments.
2: Well, what did she say? Cause I haven't really,
0: I don't have Twitter. So I don't like, Oh, it's really quite small. She's not made any, um, from what I can gather right now, sat here talking to you, I can't think of anything that she's said towards yours. We said a lot of stuff about Falling Love at Christmas and what we were hoping for the Christmas special. And then in all of those many interviews, pretty much the same thing throughout December, leading up to Christmas, she said people are like bigging it up and making it something, I'm not quoting her, but she was saying that people are bigging it up and making it something that it might not be or whatever. But I feel like if that was alluded to at least us and maybe a couple of others, then somebody with as many views as you, she must be aware.
2: Well, I mean that'd be really cool. I've I've never I. Uh... I don't know.
0: To me, that's like crazy, (laughs) but like, um, it it would be very cool. But so are your views. Your views are quite crazy for someone like just putting bits together. Your views are huge. Well,
1: I wouldn't say he's just putting bits together, though, either, Gareth. These are literal documentaries. No, exactly. In my opinion, these could be aired on television. Exactly. exactly. 100%. And 100
0: percent this is but the thing is like no offense i don't mean this in a horrible way but like you've not got out with a, there with a camera to like interview people you've you've very cleverly put things together that is already accessible but you've done it in such a smooth storytelling way that nobody else has done up until now that's a good mm-hmm. way to put it well uh thank you yeah i i wanted it to feel um,
2: like I was inspired by uh, documentaries, like the Whitney documentary, or I just watched one on Amy Winehouse called Amy. Um, and I wanted it to feel was it the
1: Netflix one?
2: Um, I don't think so. It came out in twenty fifteen, like the Amy one. Are you it was a broke It, it like, was amazing. like she.
1: She sings, yeah. It's a movie, and she like sings "Happy Birthday" in the beginning, and she like actually looks gorgeous, right? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, I saw that too. And then it ends when she dies, obviously, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, Um, That one
3: was good. Spoiler alert. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) in your making of the the video of your first video, you were talking about uh, sending maybe sending these documentaries to a film festival. Do you Mm -hmm. have any plans on doing that?
2: Um, so after that, uh my dad's friend um is in documentary. um I'm actually living in his house right now. He's very nice. um so him and his wife Mitch and Andrea. I talked to him on the phone, and I was like, so how much would it be to acquire the rights for these things? So he says to me, he goes, Okay, well, for us for like a minute of footage, it's like like eleven hundred dollars or something like that.' like to have oh, to it. have the rights to a minute of footage so he's like anything Mariah Carey you had another zero onto that so I was like I don't think that's necessarily <laughs> gonna happen so um I think if if it were able to go to any film festivals I'd have to be uh in cahoots with Mariah and her team and stuff like that but um I think she's doing her own thing with documentaries yeah. and stuff coming soon like I think that's what her project is this year she's turning it into she turned the memoir into a miniseries. It'd be
3: really think. sweet if she like reached out to you for any kind of help with that. That oh, would be amazing. amazing.
2: Yeah. That would be amazing. So, um, but even just like with people watching my work and and stuff now, that it it blows my mind, and I'm I'm happy um, that the lambs like it.
0: So, don't yeah. ignore those no ID phone calls over the next year. Because okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's this- actually really good advice. Very good advice. I remember when I was young the no caller id phone calls were always like a prank but i've actually uh, missed some that were really important definitely
3: what are your future plans in video creation
2: what is Um, your long-term goal with video creation like for the channel or just in general for your life um (laughs) uh i well it's funny because I guess to answer that I kind of have to talk about um, like before. Um, so I've always been into film since I was a kid. Uh, I always knew it was what I wanted to do. Like I would always just watch the special features and stuff. And um, I actually didn't even get into documentary until these. I thought I would get into directing or something like that or um, maybe visual effects. But um, this is the first time I've really like gone hard at being an editor. So maybe being an editor, um, but doing these kind of documentaries are really cool to me right now i can't say what my plans are for the future i'm in film school right now i'm in third year i go to ryerson university in toronto um so and it's four-year program so i'm hoping to graduate um if i don't fail (laughs) and then uh from there like i guess just working my way up in the industry and and trying to get jobs and uh doing my best so yeah because it's been a a dream since as long as i can remember to to do it so yeah
0: has anyone approached you to do other projects like bigger projects other than on youtube like has anyone seen them and been like can you do this that the other whatever like is anybody outside of youtube outside of mariah approached you
2: um no nothing like that uh yeah yeah no, no nothing like that um but
1: like yeah. a collab or anything any, like a any, youtube
0: yeah well i was thinking more like um like commercials or any anything to do with like a jingle or radio or anything even if for something for an artist
2: not not yet sorry that's a really boring answer but no no no, no, that that hasn't happened
0: (laughs) because the thing is like i think i kind of said it earlier but like the way you've edited these pieces together it is in the same like you've brought it up at the beginning it's a similar style to the Amy and the Whitney so I just thought like it's a bit of a missed opportunity for other productions to not at least try and get in touch with you well uh thank
1: you I agree 100% Uh,
2: thank you for saying that guys um yeah I don't know like um I guess people just don't like I have no idea who's seen it or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, this is the most I've talked about it in person with anyone. Well, in person, like over a call with anyone like ever, because to most people who know about it are just people in my life. Like my friends know about it. My family know about it. Um, but like, yeah, it's been in to talk about that. Like, and is if that's OK, like people in my life knowing about it, like um, it's been an interesting experience because I actually didn't tell anybody about them at all until they were, the first two were out. Um, Cause yeah, like, I think I've gone through like a bit of a personal transformation, um, like over the last two years to be more open and stuff like that. Cause I thought, I thought I would be judged and I was afraid of that. Um, But now I'm like, fuck it y'all. Like, (laughs) you know, this is, this is my work and I'm proud of it. Yes. um, As you should be. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So uh, I I've gone through, you know, gaining confidence from it and Um, I think the the personal transformation that I have gone through since starting on it has been like, I'm a totally different person as I'm sure all of you are from two years ago, um, given like everything that's happened with the pandemic and stuff. So um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's almost been a weird journey of like self-acceptance because I've like, I was always that kid like who's into like girly stuff. Um, So I really had to like embrace it to and follow my interests despite that not necessarily wanting to be my interest like i love mariah but like um you know it's not co- as common for a man to like mariah like in in you know masculinity you know stuff like that so um that's what i had to deal with and stuff like that so right. um but now i'm like here I am bitch <laughs>
3: <laughs> but coming up. off of that i think that every male lamb really kind of goes through that i know i Speaking for myself, I know that I did, but and I went through that same journey. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I love Mariah Carey, and she's the best selling female artist of all time. And she's the whole list,
1: <laughs> the whole list.
3: We all do it,
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, more so when I was younger, but yeah, I mean, and obviously, as a trans woman, I can totally relate to everything you just said, Cam, because obviously, not. Getting into that stereotypical thing always liking girly stuff absolutely I can totally relate to it
2: Mm. but it's 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 amazing though that like um like it took me kind of leaning into my natural interests and you know who I am to like have the great experience of making these documentaries and talking to you guys and stuff like that and like to, to get me here so it's like very very cool and um you know it's 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 funny so yeah what do your
3: f- friends and family think about your Mariah obsession?
2: The obsession uh, or the documentaries? Both. Um, so the obsession, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they like they're used to it at this point. Like my my dad is coming um, today after this, but I so I'm from Ottawa, but I live in Toronto because I'm here for school, right? Um, so my sister and my dad picked me up for Reading Week, uh, like before, uh, and they didn't play divas the whole way here because they knew on the way home, if I have Vox, I'm going to (laughs) be, you're going to hear Mariah, you're going to hear Whitney, Celine, Amy, uh, Adele, you know, all that stuff. So um, they're, they're like accustomed to it at this point. Um, I wouldn't say I had like, let's talk about Mariah Carey. Like, I don't, I don't, I wish I had more friends. I think Gia said I was elusive. (laughs) Like No, Nick
1: said it definitely, but you Uh, are for sure.
2: Yeah. And like, that means like, I'm not, I don't have a huge personal presence, I guess, in the, the Lambley. Um, so like, yeah, I, I don't really necessarily talk like, Hey, this is all, everything about Mariah to my friends, but like, um, I'll definitely play her and stuff like that. Um, and in terms of the documentary
1: definitely felt for sure. Yeah. With the you. videos. Yeah. You're, I mean, you created those videos. One has seen those videos
3: in, in, in my eyes. And I've said this to you before in my mm-hmm. eyes, you are like a king among among the land. Like <laughs> you're a legendary seriously. lamb, and legendary I'm for real, lamb. for real. I'm for real, for Thank real. Oprah Winfrey whole segment for real. Like <laughs> Winfrey whole segment for real. Yes. You are a king. Like what you have given to the lamely in the time that you spent has not gone in vain. It really hasn't. And it, like I, I'll say it again, I'm so grateful for these videos. I'm so grateful for them.
1: Facebook groups.
3: Like, am I on any?
1: i've seen them shared in the groups like everywhere all the time so everyone and i know everyone has seen them
3: yeah right when like, your videos come out it just it blows up all over facebook groups yeah all everywhere. over instagram it's everywhere, yeah, no, everywhere. Like,
2: well th- thanks for saying that um guys but no i'm not in i guess because i'm elusive <laughs> like <laughs> i never see any of that so it's like to me when like when you guys say that, it blows my mind because I, I never see any of that. And um like, it's not like I, like, this is my f- biggest experience in the Lambele. And that's why I'm like really happy to be on this podcast because I was looking for a good Mariah <laughs> podcast. I was looking for a good Mariah podcast. And then I found yours and I was like, yes. So I, I've listened to a bunch of episodes and stuff, as I've said. um But yeah, so like, this is my first thank real you. experience in the Lambele. So like, thank um, you very much. It's so cool to be on The Adventures of Gigi. Great name. God, um,
1: thank you so much. That literally reminds me of when I first found the Lambily with Nick. Like, do you remember that, Nick, how I was like, there are other lambs? Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I know?
3: thought, I thought, Gia, I thought you were crazy. Like, you no. was, you were... <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh I God. thought you were crazy, yeah. for real. Yeah. Because when I was talking to you, you were sending rapid fire messages. I was like, oh my gosh, it was a lot.
1: I would... <laughs> I was so excited, <laughs> literally, just to have another fucking person to talk to about Mariah. So I totally get it.
0: I feel that as a documentary <laughs> sort of like maker, this is perfect because whenever you watch a documentary on television, you don't always have the vision of the person, you have a voice and it's, it's the narrative and then whatever they're focusing on, that is what you see the majority throughout the documentary. So this is perfect for a documentary maker that's studying or trying to get a gig in documentary making whatever their level being. Or somebody that's, like, already doing something that's quite huge and doing something on the side. Like, oh, but actually this is my story. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that side, me as an English person, because Mariah, let's face it, she is an international star, but she is mainly American superstar. So when I was at university, I was a huge fan already. I became a fan in, like, 1999 fully, and... And so, rediscovering her through YouTube and through the internet, I, I had to go watch every single um, American television show, morning show, um, evening show, late night show, even the UK ones. Well, from like Des O'Connor and Terry Wogan that I have vague recollection of. Top of the Pops I used to watch, so I I remember her from like nineteen ninety three from Top of the Pops onwards, but only um, jumped on in nineteen ninety nine. So. I feel that, like, if your documentaries, even though you're only 20, bless you, but like, if your documentaries had, had have existed when I was like trying to like dig everything about her from, from television, it would have saved me so much time.
1: Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Exactly. Like when and this I, is why, I, yes. Sorry.
3: This is why I keep saying, like, these videos need to re- be a requirement to every single new lamp. Before they can even have a conversation about Mariah, they need to watch your videos. Yeah, Wait, but can, we we get to the, can
1: we get to the part, Nick, where you told me he might not make, where he might not emancipate Mariah though?
0: <laughs>
1: I, I, I definitely, definitely am not going to allow that to fucking happen. So can we, can we that, talk about that? Can we that talk about gonna that, be my la- That was going to be my
3: last question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <but I'm sad. laughs> good night
1: (laughs) good night
3: but i'll go ahead and ask are there going to be any more installments and are you going to emancipate mariah please i don't care if it takes you another year to do it we need this we need you to finish
1: this
2: okay i feel like it's such a slippery slope (laughs) to talk about more parts but um because the reason it took me so long to do part three um was because it's so much work it is so much work to do these parts like just to give you an idea um for part three so i started it in november like uh and because i was like you know i have the time The like i feel like i should be working harder so um the lambs the lambs want this so i was like okay because like when i first posted parts part one everyone was like where's part two and then when i post part two everyone's like where's part three <laughs> and now everyone's <laughs> like where's part four so um yeah but and, and that's great that people love it and they want more and it's amazing but it's giving you an idea like how much work it is it's like it takes hours and 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 especially this new one because the sound is so uh in depth like i have to do everything from like the little sound effects like um in the new one like um de-brat, like does the cards or whatever in it like you know you got to make a sound for that you got to edit everything together Um, And you got to have it flow and you got to have it be nice. And I don't want to put out anything um, that's like unpolished or anything like that. So um, yeah, I slaved away all Christmas break. It was it's very fun to put these together. Um, Like uh, very fun. I wouldn't say it's relaxing, but it's it's so much fun and um, like a great kind of escape for me. And yeah, so I I worked all Christmas break on it. Um, Like literally like eight hours a day, at least like just working on these. Um, and then I you could go through the notes on my phone, there's like, I watched it 10 times 10 different cuts, like with new notes, every time going through polishing it, um, trying to come up with something like uh, even for part three, I'm going to talk about part three, because I made it more recently. So I remember it more. Um, like the first cut was like two hours and 50 minutes. Um, and then like to have it flow, I would cut it down and stuff like that. So um, and I had a whole part about Luis Miguel that I like cut out there's a little bit about louise still in there but uh, like i had whole whole segments about that um i had a whole divas live part that i cut you know stuff like that um and i had the whole aftermath like i did a whole graphic of um glitter's album sales compared to the rest of her album sales but i just kind of wanted it to be the core of the story um and it to be paced really well and um, like I live in Mitch's house. He's the filmmaker. I, I was like, the pace doesn't feel right for this. So he's like, I think you need to cut it down more because at that point it was two and a half hours, part three. And so now it got to be about 157 or something like that. So I know this is such a long-winded answer, um, but I'm just trying to- give no, you my- no, 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 no. I
1: want to hear this because- yes, I do too. This is you're the question. You're speaking differently about it than before. And I, I get it because this is, it reminds me of how much I'm like, Mariah, I want a new fucking album. Like, can I just have the new album? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm sure it's probably hard as fuck to make the album. Mariah, I get it. You know? Like, so that's how I feel. Like, don't, don't feel like I have the video now. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No. Like, it's not like that. (laughs) And I want to hear like how, how it is. You know, I don't know how to fucking make a video like that. I'm sure it's not easy. So the
0: the thing is as well it's a fine line with what you're doing it's a fine line I've watched so like what I've just explained like watching things and catching up with American television and English television from when I was a child and whatnot it's a fine line to watch a fan-made collection of something uh, compared to a full-on documentary with similar information it's all about the craftsmanship of putting things together and you do it in such a way that it's story i've said it i just said it you, you do it in a way it's storytelling it's not just like oh here's this and here's this and here's this and this this is what's going on you know it catches you you are hooked and you want to you want to see how it goes even though we probably already know but we still want to see how it goes based on your storytelling well thank you exactly so much for saying that.
2: i i did want it to feel really cinematic and um that was the whole point of it um because y- you don't really see much documentaries like that. But like going back to the Someday um, segment, uh, I wanted it to feel like it could be a trailer almost for like a real Mariah thing. Like I didn't want it to feel fan edited and that wouldn't have been good enough for me. So like I've w- I've worked so hard to, to make it not feel like a fan thing because that was never my goal. Um, it was to be something for them to watch. But um, yeah, and part three I think was the hardest to make because glitter you can't fuck up glitter if you're gonna talk about glitter <laughs> you can't fuck it up you need to do it well it's like it's like RuPaul like good luck don't fuck it up yeah basically and um so I was most scared to approach glitter um and especially like and I was doing something I'd never done before um with that whole glitter segment because the first half I'd say of part three is very much like the first two where it's like okay like music video interview going through it and stuff but part three that whole glitter part where she's trying to get away from the label and she's at her mother's house she's in the hospital that was the first time i had ever done anything where it wasn't like clips like it was just kind of like okay real footage of you know like of new york and stuff like that so i knew i had to be careful with that um and and to do it right and have it feel real. And um, I used clips from the cry baby video, uh, and then like uh, clips from glitter and, and stuff like that. uh, Like in the part at her mother's house when her mom calls the cops, and um, it's intercut with vision of love. That stuff was the hardest to make because I knew it had to be at a certain level. And I hoped I've achieved what I set out to do and stuff like that. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, you did. Yeah. Period. One hundred percent. Literally was broke down, yeah. and t- I literally <laughs> thought it was nine eleven. Like I was like, "Bitch, what is going on right now?" Like, yes, one hundred percent. Cam, the you, way you, bitch, you did that. You did that. <laughs>
3: you did it. You did it. you, <laughs> yes, did, bitch, it. you did The that. way you opened the third video with that message, I- I'm going back to that. That was just so incredible to me. It just set the tone for that video. It was just everything. The me.
1: message. Yes. It opened up with what was going to happen in the end. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Yes.
2: Thank I'm getting you. goosebumps
3: yeah. now thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I am too, bitch. I am too.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy you guys enjoyed it. it. It makes me so happy to hear you guys like liked my videos. It's crazy to me that people watch them and stuff like that.
0: So, um, We're just yeah. three people. We're just three people. and Look at how many views you have. We're just
2: three people. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's different seeing a number and then talking to people, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. they're two completely different things. So it's, um, it amazes me. But um, yeah, so and even with part three, like that whole intro, you know, I've tried to do something in the same vein of part two, because part two has the intro looking in where you kind of like see her perspective, and it's just clips of her. Um, So yeah, I kind of wanted to lead into the glitter stuff with this. And you need to have a big intro because I think it would have been weird to start with the Derek stuff right away. Anyway, what I was saying about the whole glitter segment at the end, that was the hardest, not maybe, yeah, no, hardest I've worked on something for these parts. And um, I just really wanted to do it right by the lambs. And glitter is a big topic. Like you could do a whole documentary on glitter without even talking about the rest of her career probably. So um, yeah, but now back to the original question, people want to know about a part four. (laughs) so i think if i don't get taken down um by the copyright nazis i think a part four in some ways is inevitable but i wanted to do a part on paul abdul because i want to expand the channel to be more than just about mariah carey um i love mariah but i think in some ways i need to expand because then it's a documentary channel not a mariah carey channel so it gives me a wider audience so that'd be really cool and i love paul abdul she has a very interesting career because she came in with you know forever your girl and then spellbound and then like she kind of went away and you didn't really hear about her as much i and it's kind of the perfect she's kind of the perfect artist to do a one parter on um so i think that'd be really interesting to do next but everyone doesn't want that everyone wants the part four
1: (laughs) hey i wouldn't mind a janet one i wouldn't mind a whitney one i wouldn't mind but girl i definitely need mariah to get emancipated though it doesn't need to be first it doesn't need first i mean it just needs to happen eventually like we yeah, a couple I... years litter mm-hmm. just happened you know yeah. she's gotta have her charm bracelet moment okay i hey.
0: i feel like i keep repeating myself a little bit here but i feel that like <laughs> with the impact you've already got why wouldn't you carry this on you yeah. just got to the good it only part.
1: makes sense to me you got through the hard part of her
3: career her depressing part of her career and now you're just at the part It'll be where fun. Everything—it's everything you've
1: built up. It's everything you've built up. You know.
3: Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. at the part of her career where Mariah really just stopped giving a fuck and just started being herself.
0: And think about and how many views to- you're gonna get for the Emancipation Era.
2: <laughs> um. You know? Well, yeah. That no, that would be really cool. Like, like I said, it's 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 so much work. But like, um, the reason why there's a part two and a part three is because of lambs like you guys who've been so supportive for me. You know, I read all the comments, I've read every single comment on on all the videos. And it, like it, like I said before, I repeat myself to Gareth, it amazes me Sorry. that people watch it. So um, you guys are to thank for, you know, like part two and part three and stuff like that. So um, I like I said, part part four is inevitable if I don't get taken down. And if I do get taken down, bitch i'm gonna come back on another channel you can't a new new gmail account
0: <laughs> he you have the finished Here. videos so you can post them wherever and whenever you want i guess
2: yeah so um but yeah so i i think i i think it only makes sense to emancipate mariah um and i'm figuring out if i'm doing a part four whether to do charm charm bracelet charm bracelet <laughs> and emancipation or to do charm ble- I did it again <laughs> <Charm bracelet laughs> and, emancipation and e equals mc squared um but it's interesting because I when I cover these when I cover these documentaries like when I cover these albums in the documentaries like before before I did part one I was like oh debut's trash and then I and then I did the documentary and I was like debut's amazing and
1: are you kidding me don't it's
2: start. no it's like yeah, my it's favorite been- album now
1: I just oh,
2: is- it's so good it's so good well, that anytime
3: i watch one of your videos i literally get so inspired to lo- go back and listen to those albums you every have said time. that nick
1: you definitely told me that for sure absolutely well, when i finished
3: so part when i finished part three i immediately started listening to butterfly immediately. But one,
1: thing, one thing uh you said i feel like you only need to do charm bracelet and emancipation in in part four i don't think you need to do e equals mc squared Mm -hmm. like i do feel like and you don't need to spend a lot of time on charm bracelet either in my opinion because like Mm -hmm. what does it what does it really tell in the story in the story of everything there's a lot with charm, but there's so much but girl it only needs like 15 20 minutes in my opinion i feel like the emancipation could be a mostly fun video. It doesn't have to I don't want to end with Nick Cannon. That's what I'm trying to say.
3: We're not I telling you how to sure.
0: do your job. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, period,
3: period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we oh, yeah, can be patient, scary. if we can be patient with Mariah and uh, other than Gia to wait on an <laughs> album for, <laughs> <laughs> to wait on an album for five years. I we will be patient as fuck to wait for your new video. I'm sure whatever you put Take together will be like Amazing. proper yeah yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah i was well, just saying i feel like it doesn't need to be the most of charm Bracer or e equals that's what i was like <laughs> we're like but bullying it still could... him to make a video i'm not, I'm not it could he be he doesn't have to make one you but don't it, have to do
0: that it still could be good go. if, if you work it out like the <laughs> the story of her journey like how it was when charm bracelet came out everyone was like come on come on like after glitter everyone was like <laughs> rooting for her like that was a fan. So it could be good material to still do that. Same with emancip um equal squared after emancipation. Like mm-hmm. everyone's like but oh, it's I just mean in terms
1: of like the storytelling of what you've already told. Like because yeah. what you said earlier, Tommy's Mariah and Mimi's Mariah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it doesn't need to end with her ending up with a man. Like if you're gonna oh. like not want to do Mariah for a while like i'm okay with the ending at like the end of the emancipation tour
0: to be fair her men after tommy uh, not after tommy after Derek, have all been like chew toys so (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean that's why luis was kind of cut out of
2: um part three because he he wasn't essential you know what i mean like he's yeah he's a part of the story but it was like okay this is dragging on um and it doesn't need to so who's the least important and it was the least, so he went but um in terms of part four like i said likely inevitable um i'll take
3: think, it i'll take it
2: okay i i think like you know a whole fly like a bird segment to finish it would be really cool and stuff like that so and there's a and, um, Look,
3: he's already thinking about it. He's already thought about it. There I already thought go. about I, it a bit. Yes, that's
1: so good, yes. I love it. Like, um, E equals who? I don't even know that
0: one. No. So. And, uh, what, and uh, uh, there's so uh, much You caught talk me. About. <laughs> Pardon me? Gia hated, and clearly still claims to hate, E equals she's No! But she called me crying, saying, I got past track three today. I don't want to get hate. No, no, no. The thing is... Oh, no,
1: you're fine. I talk so much shit. You're good.
0: (laughs) Gia loves E equals MC squared, despite what she says. She loves it. I do, I
1: do. Yeah, oh, my God. Last Kiss is good. I mean, it's not my favourite. It took me a very long time to like it a lot, but it is what it
0: is. And to be fair, like, if you cover i'm I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but if you if you were yeah. to carry on and you tried to cover as much ground as you possibly could, there's so many people that you'd be including anyway if you didn't include charm bracelet didn't include e, e equals m c squared like you want to say emancipation um there'd be so many people you still missing out regardless even if it's not the majority Do you know what I mean so it's, wait what in- do you mean charm bracelet didn't sell that that many copies, so people still dived mm-hmm. off. But there's still so there's many so- people that love Charm Bracelet. No the same I love didn't. with MC Squared. It's after really good. Emancipation. Much a
1: storytelling perspective. Like uh, yes. glitter was the downfall, and then she tried with Charm Bracelet, and then boom, Emancipation. Like I just felt like it ends the story of that four-part moment, and at still- Emancipation, it. Okay, but sorry, I'm not a director. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna
3: stop. <laughs> yeah, but with Charm, I'm Charm fucking- Bracelet with charm bracelet she started picking up the pieces again yeah
1: so there's that's where she's
3: again and then it goes into all the duets she did with like buster rhymes and uh who else did she do it with um
0: cameron and remix album and then right that was all before emancipation of mimi which like blew everything back up again Mm -hmm. and then we did Did get a kiss um and then we got eagles mc squared a little bit later up well it's quite a bit later after emancipation so there's still there's still so much to say of what was expected and what didn't happen and what did happen when we th- like charm bracelet um you you know the bust the started saga at the time
1: <laughs> i <laughs> know what you that's
0: want that's the sorry i was gonna say you don't know what to do <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: I don't know what you do. I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> no, I practice. was thinking of the song from Me, I have
0: Mariah. So We I mean, even,
1: even talked about what your favorites are. Oh my god. Can we yes, like, rewind we, for a second? Like Yeah, like can <laughs> yeah. we
2: Well, I have two things to say before I forget. Um, if that's okay. Completely uh, coin. Yeah. Okay. This freely, is your moment. Free. Yeah. Okay, so I think for charm bracelet you need to understand the success of Emancipation. You need to understand why Charm Bracelet commercially failed. I think Charm Bracelet's an amazing album. I think it failed because she, like, at least with the the lead single, she went back to the ballad thing and that wasn't in at that time. Uh, But, and I think people weren't necessarily ready for her yet. Um, And also, but I think for a documentary, there's so much to talk about with your father passing away um, during that time. That would be um, great to cover um, and to be part of the Charm Bracelet um, era uh but yeah i the thing is i knew with part three it's a can of worms because i knew because originally part one and part two were supposed to be a thing there were titles at the end of part two to be like guys i'm done (laughs) and then yeah and then i was like okay fuck it let's do it let's do part three and then now it's like okay you can't do part three without doing part four in a way whenever it happens it's like part one and part two those two go hand in hand i think part three and Part four would go hand in hand, and I wasn't gonna do a part three for a long time. But um, like I said, the lambs—it's the—it's for the lambs. Um, but that's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's no, nice. thank that. you. Yeah, you made a lot of valid points. A lot of valid points. Honestly, like anything you want and to I say. And I agree. Even if you go on a tangent, just do it. We 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 would love to listen to it because we want to, we want to know what's behind everything that you've done. You know, so we want to hear it. Well, thank you.
3: Which video out of the three of your videos is your favorite?
0: That's a hard question.
2: Um, when I'm making them, they're like my babies because I want them to be, each be perfect. So it's like, I want them each to be like as good as I can make them. But right now, part three because I just made it. It's the one I'm most proud of. I think it was the most difficult one to make, like I said. So that one's definitely my favorite and I'm going to rewatch it tonight. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Like I always see people, I right, rewatch this and I'm like, wow, the very like <laughs> nice people. Um, So yeah, I think, I think part three is slicker than the first two, um, especially the audio mixing because the most hate I got on the first two were, oh, I can't hear Mariah, you know, like the music's too loud. Like I got that comment so many times. Um, So this was the first one I mixed on my TV, like the sound mixing. Um, so it's a lot more clear um and even uh so yeah but anyway third one's my favorite what what's your favorite guys like which one of the three i like, like your, the glitter the I absolutely yeah part
3: three is my favorite I love all of that okay cool. i, was hooked. I literally cried a few times yeah. wow
1: part three is my favorite it's definitely just because of the time period like mm-hmm. the way i mean obviously work has gotten better with each one but i feel like and the eras and I'm attached to the butterfly album so moment of glitter it it feels like almost just have part three be its own and it could stand alone you know what I mean like I don't think part two could be just there and part one could be just there but I do I personally feel like stands on its own even though I do want Mariah emancipated Ends and ends in the perfect place
2: well thank you um yeah i i think part one and part two definitely go hand in hand that's how they're made to be and yeah i think part three is interesting because it's when everything comes to the head for the first time because you see the build-up part one and part two things are getting more intense but there's never really any climax but um in this one everything the shit hits the fan um and it yeah. hits the fan hard so because it's, it's 10 years too exploding because it's pardon me nick it's her flop era everything has been had been going up so much
3: it had to come down so that's why it's so interesting
2: yeah and there's so it's, much it's pressure. definitely
1: it's the eras it's the eras for me
2: yeah well um it, it's cool too because part three was the first one where you see mariah not as tom's mariah um as herself which is very interesting in and in that of itself um and you see her image change so much and her music style change so much and so that like You'll notice like part three talks more about the music, especially in Butterfly, um, the Butterfly part. Like I talk about the five big songs from that album, which would be uh, Honey, My All, Breakdown, The Roof and Butterfly. So because those are those five songs like totally explain that time, I think. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, I forgot. I, my tangent ended there, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're good. Don't worry. Wow. Hey, another big song is outside but i feel like didn't you use that in did you use the outside
0: i never used to talk, outside I okay but it, you
1: used looking in
0: yeah i did in part two. at the beginning I'm, of part two i would like to just That's bring up weakness of the body how does everybody feel about that because cameron you used it in your in one of your videos i heard this morning and i was just like hmm, was that actually confirmed so I just want to know what, how everyone feels about weakness of the body. Like, do we like it or do we think it's real? Do we think it's real and do we like it? It both.
2: Um, personally, I think, I don't know if she's the lead vocalist, but you could definitely hear her backgrounds. It has the Mariah licks. It sounds like debut Raya. Is that how you, what do you say? Debut Raya? He yeah. said it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, like you could hear it in, in the backgrounds. Almost so, like
0: here we go around again, kind of. Yeah. 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 I get
2: it. What you. do you guys think?
3: To be honest with you, I've never listened to it really ever. I know that makes me sound like a bad lamb, but I just, it's like you kind of said earlier, like just until maybe the last three or four years, I was never really into anything before Daydream. I just really never got into it. It just sounded really dated to me and just very, I don't know, just not Mariah, but Mariah, if that makes sense. Just studio make, just not Mariah's true music to me. So I never really got into it until the last few years. I think I've maybe listened to Weakness of the Body or just clips of it maybe once. So I don't know much about it.
1: It's whatever to me. (laughs) I mean, like, it's cute. Like, it is what it is. But, like, it's not on the debut album. So I've heard it, like, once.
3: What is your favorite Mariah album? And what are your top three Mariah tracks?
2: Okay, so... Um, my favorite Mariah album is Music Box. Um, oh, wow. People don't really like that one. But I, <laughs> I love it so much. Like, because it's so... Like
1: Celine earlier, so...
2: Yeah, it's like so chill. Um, And like the singles are really good. Um, And I like the ballads. Like, I love, I actually love the title track, Music Box. That's why I included it so much in part two. Yeah, I love Music Box.
1: I love yeah. the song. Yeah. yeah. She never sang it
2: live, except for like a little snippet, like... Caution um, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so that's my favorite album. Uh, definitely Music Box is one of my favorite songs by her. Um, my top three favorite Mariah tracks, specifically, I'm going to say the specific, specifically, I'm going to say the version. So my most listened to track last year was Make It Happen at Madison Square Garden. I listened oh God, to, I listened that's to it every 100-
3: lamb's favorite.
2: Yeah, I listened to it. hundred. I mean,
1: mine was Square from to Tokyo Dome, Dome, Nick. So bye.
2: Ooh. No, I'm from okay, Madison Square Garden Train. Um, But uh, yeah, so that was that. That's my favorite. That song I've listened to. I've beaten it to death basically. Um, You added it a lot in your videos. I noticed that. Yeah, because it's so amazing. Like it's it's the intro for part for part one um, as well. Because like at the very beginning, because it's like no way I can't include this. So yeah, and my second favorite is without you, Madison Square Garden, Um, because. the vocals darling the vocals just amazing <laughs> and it's like it's like an extended cut of the song basically and it's like in the studio version i don't like as much how it's like doubled versus like it's just the lead in the master square garden version and then the other one um my third is love takes time because i love that song i think it's an amazing song um and like some lambs don't like it some lambs really do like it but it's, it's definitely one of my favorites you're really like old school. Yeah,
3: those are interesting picks. I've never heard a lamb say that before. For a 20-year-old
0: lamb, that's... Yeah,
3: they'll usually (laughs) go to butterfly or they'll say something like fly like a bird. Usually make it happen is always in there. But,
1: Whoa, you guys know, make it happen is like my top Mariah song, so I mean, yeah. It's my
0: name yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, well. And you're not even a big fan of emotions album, are you? Like, not like is your go to?
1: Oh, no, not even. No, it's specifically the live versions with the don't let go. Na, 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 yeah. na, 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 na. And all of the interaction and then obviously Madison Square Garden. This is for all of you out there tonight. Reaching for a <laughs> dream. Don't ever get a I see you up there. I see you, you know. up there. I see you up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, Cameron. but I just like the way I like the way she says on solid ground better in the oh, torpedo version. Wow. And yes. Absolutely. Wow. And yeah. and the don't let goes, they last longer. In, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. in the Tokyo Dome version so I like it because there's more yeah
2: mm. these are interesting
3: um, very interesting picks
2: yeah I mean I've it's it's it is kind of weird that I like the old school stuff but I just think at that time especially with Love Takes Time her voice was just so pure and it's like I don't know like just a little lick she does it's like oh oh my god um but yeah uh the, the those are my favorites so I think that's Because those are my favorite kind of eras, too, I think that's why I originally only wanted to cover those. But then um, when I covered these new ones, like in the new one, it it kind of broadened my um, scope of like what I listened to in in terms of Mariah and stuff. But definitely those those first couple albums are my favorite. So you really are into
3: Tommy's Mariah. That's
2: that's really interesting.
3: interesting. So
2: well, more so the music. Um, Yeah, obviously, it was awful what she was going through. But the songs, darling, come on. Like
1: <laughs> I'm a butterfly girl, so
2: I'm a butterfly boy. Yeah. is <laughs> really great too. Um, that was my favorite album for a long time. Uh and then and then I got into like the earlier eras and stuff. But Fly Like a Bird is definitely amazing too. That's one of my favorite songs by her as well. So
0: yeah. It is great. But I feel like Butterfly it- Inca I feel like gee, you said this in our last episode with Basha. You don't say these exact words, but it is what you're pretty much what you're saying. It it encapsulates exactly what Mariah was and what Mariah is. And
1: and I, I still think that's still true. Like Butterfly as an album is the yeah. most Mariah
0: yeah. the album.
1: And in my opinion, like top to bottom is more about her than any other album and obviously I feel that is it the word is the word cohesive Nick like I just feel like butterfly has a thing where every song on it sounds like it should be on it exactly
0: cohesive, cohesive. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah I don't feel that way about every other album it's only butterfly that I feel that way about I mean maybe glitter but that's different
0: or the debut
1: the debut as well I feel that way about the debut and butterfly. And, and glitter, Caution. And
0: Caution. <laughs> we can just get a fire names to her now. She's like, I oh, want that one, I want that one. And, and, but.
1: but that's only four albums out of 15, so. But I feel like out of those four, Butterfly has it the most, and I like it the best.
0: Yeah, I feel like she tries to create those kinds of albums, but then whoever it might be, like let's say, just as an example, Antonio L.A. Reed might jump in and be like, oh, well, you need those hits, and the hits might be this and that, and if the other two aren't there, go back and record. And if they're there, then it's going to be the other two, and then we just need to work out the track in, and then it'll be that album, whatever it might be.
1: See, that's, that's kind of how I feel about Music Box, is, like, there's all the singles, and then there's the rest of the songs. And the they sound song. they sound yeah. good to get like the album is a good album. I I mean I like my certain songs from it, but I love a lot of the remixes more. And yeah, to me same. it's not like it's not like like emotions when you play it, Tough to Bottom. Literally having like a bipolar moment, like I need <laughs> a break when news is about to I feel like it's a little clunky. I I listen to Mariah as like albums.
0: So that's why. Cameron, do you have like a guilty pleasure that's an unpopular opinion? Like related to Mariah? Oh, a Mariah and an album. I
1: feel like music boxes are pretty unpopular opinion. That's, yeah, no. that is, yeah. <laughs> I
0: feel.
1: I feel like that's. But ever. that's most yours,
0: Gia, that's no, yours. <laughs> I
1: mean, not girl. No, I mean, girl, no. That's like mine too. Slams, I feel like mostly I'm music boxes, like music box, or like, like you know. But what if
0: Cameron was to say his was like, Emancipation or Butterfly?
1: That would be a huge one. That
3: would
0: yeah, be really that huge. I mean, yeah. That's why um, I that asked. Would be, yeah. He would
3: be the most interesting lamb I ever met.
2: Honestly, like, I guess I'm gonna turn that question into like my least favorite album, or like some yeah. of my least favorite albums, albums I don't really like that much. Don't really love me and Mariah, I'm sorry
1: like oh that's not unpopular no, that's not unpopular <laughs> at all but, like, no, so least, At least like the group <laughs> not
2: really memoirs or equals mc squared sorry i like, hate memoirs i love
1: memoirs <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, there's some good songs in every in every one of those albums um good point not like my faded.
1: yeah
2: it that they're not my cup of tea i think honestly like um butterfly doesn't necessarily like i i'd like butterfly but it's not like it stands out to me as the greatest mariah carey album in my opinion like um mm-hmm. so yeah but i definitely understand why that is people's favorites but i think it's unpopular that that's that's not my favorite and that i'm like because music box is like why would you like music box that's like that's like the opposite because you know from music box daydream to butterfly she kind of like Um,
1: broke out of that
2: yeah yeah yeah. breaks out of the cocoon so it's like why would you like her like trapped in the cocoon but like um I don't know my ears like what they like so you know
1: that's totally fair I definitely feel like I love a Mariah came from shaping the situation so it's (laughs) it's all part of the story and that's why for me the album is part of the whole so it's not just the album also but it is and if that's not, if you don't resonate with it on that level, it, it totally makes sense, so.
2: Well, I like, um, I feel like Music Box is more adult, contemporary, um, and Butterfly yes. is more R&B. So um, mm-hmm. I guess that's just kind of the genres I like because I also like, you know, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston and stuff. And I think Mariah went more, way more into the R&B stuff um, than they did. Maybe Whitney did it too, but um, not definitely not Celine like was getting into the r&b vibes and stuff so yeah uh, celine doing r&b oh
1: but see nick and i we don't really like celine like that right
3: yeah i used to have a i hate celine dion website when i was in high school wow <laughs> see,
1: that's, and and to me music box sounds like a celine dion album
0: like totally that's, how I,
1: that's how i feel about
0: music. every back. celine dion album sounds like
1: that's
3: how i feel yeah, about that's, that
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: that's it.
3: Yeah. There are a few Celine songs that I do like, like the one that's coming back right now, all coming back to me now. I like that. And Yeah. I like I'm Alive.
1: I love I'm Alive Girl.
0: Yes. Uh, all by it's... myself. Uh what's
2: the Yeah, I one? like all by myself. The best the best Celine Dion song is A New Day Has Come, but not the oh. radio mix, the album version. That one's so good. Yes.
3: You are a contemporary,
2: Chico. I know, no, I know what <laughs> to say.
3: If you could ask Mariah one question, what would you ask her after all your research on all these videos? Is there one thing that you want to know that you are not really sure are definitive about?
2: Um, well, I prepared for this podcast by writing it down. And my answer was, can you be in part four? Can I interview you for part four? Um, but I don't know if that's like a definitive thing that I don't I don't know about. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Uh was Tommy as bad as we expect him to be in the sack? Like, I think that'd be, that would be an interesting question. I like that.
1: (laughs) Isn't that so funny? Cause um, we talked with Basha last Mm -hmm. time. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, We we have good word that he has some charisma about him. We don't know about how he is in the sack, but like (laughs) apparently he has some charisma i don't a... think
1: it was good i don't think it was ever good
0: so. no, wait, i don't think
1: anything about their relationship was
0: good are there any future projects or scrapped past projects that you can tell us about
2: yeah i i think directors cuts i would be because when i was doing part three i was seriously considering a director's cut because i cut so much out um of it like watch it
3: i would yeah. too. i never I never wanted your videos to end. I would, if it was seven and a half hours, I would just sit there and be like, "Yes, bitch, yes."
2: Well, guys. Um, but even, even just for part three, like I, like I talked about uh, including the five songs, those specific five songs from Butterfly. But um, there was a whole segment on what's it called, "Close My Eyes," um, that went back to '93 when she's in the bath, and you know, like that was cut out. Um, like I said, the whole Luis Miguel stuff um and then the whole aftermath of glitter like there was there was much more to it um but i it felt important for me for it to end on hero um from 2001 like that performance um that felt like the right place to to end it um there are extended versions like there's so much stuff that was cut out from part one and part two as well like there was a whole like um now that i know um like video kind of similar to the to be around you part that was in segment that was in part one um so i think like there could be longer versions of it but i think my energy would be better suited to a new documentary rather than um longer versions of the old ones but uh it it, that stuff does exist on my computer more so for part three but yeah that that's what i can uh talk about
1: (laughs) i was gonna say even (laughs) even if stuff gets like booted off youtube oh my gosh if we couldn't i'm sure somehow we can get him hooked up with the brazilian lambs and they could make dvds right nick like
3: yeah they I'm can
1: like, yeah they, they those can. brazilian yeah.
3: lambs are always popping out of dvd
0: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. surprised they haven't done it yet
1: yeah exactly i then, so, then you can say i'm,
0: I'm big in brazil
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah, no, no, that, that would be really cool. Um, The YouTube compression sucks too. So it's like, you look at it and it's like, looks like crap. So it's like, it'd be cool. But that that is my answer, Mr. Garrett.
0: I, I really do hope that you'll continue to make more and continue on and finish off the legacy to where we are, wherever it may be where we're at. Mm-hmm. I think- Not
1: even just Mariah either. Like I hope you excel as a filmmaker in general and like oh, you, no, do thing, you do great things because, This shit was fucking fire, bitch. You did that. Absolutely. (laughs) I I can tell that you're going to keep excelling. So So you, you,
3: you are going to have an amazing future because number one, and most importantly, and you said it yourself, you wanted everything to be perfect. You don't applaud mediocrity. And that really shines through in your videos. I love them so much. And I am so grateful for them. I keep saying that, but I am.
1: And I'm grateful for talking now. Like, yes, I'm so excited that we got this insight on them. Like, is that so awesome? That's so cool. It is.
0: It is. We've had some pretty good guests on this podcast. And to be fair, like, I feel like you're among them. And it's great because I feel like you're going to go quite far with your expertise and your um, talent and Based on what we've got already, I look forward to seeing what we, we can get from you in the future.
1: I was just gonna say, I don't even like Celine. And if you made a Celine doc, I'd probably watch it. Unless it's in French, like I'm good.
0: Do you think you would go forward more as a editorial documentary maker? Or do you think you would be at the forefront as the narrator and pre- like producer and the presenter? Like showing my face? Yeah, like Louis, is it Louis Thoreau? Or whatever his name is? Like. Like a David Attenborough, like here we are, and this is what's happening, and I'm interviewing this person. Do you think it could be that person?
2: Um, I'm not sure. See, I'm I'm very like introverted, and like, I get why, that. Like, I guess that's why I've been elusive, as you guys have said. Um, but yeah, I and I think that's why I took the approach that I took with these documentaries to not have me be in it at all. Cause it was, it was on the table in the beginning, um, to have me narrate it and Oh, Mariah did this. And then this went to number one, you know, but, um, that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I guess editorial is what you said. Um, yeah. I guess more of that. Um, I don't like to be, uh, the star of the show more like the the person who strings it together. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. But like I think just just from a an observational point of view, I think you certainly have a face for television. You don't have a face for radio. And I think that you could you could definitely do all of that.
2: Well, thank you so much. Um I appreciate it. And uh thanks so much for having me on the podcast, guys. Um, like I said, I love this podcast. I got into podcasts like a lot this year. Um and then like I said, I was looking for a good Mariah podcast. So it's so cool to be on this and then to be talking to people who've seen the documentaries and stuff like that and um other lambs and um like i'd like to be more of a presence in the lamb because like i'm pretty quiet but i just don't know how to connect you know what i mean so um but yeah it's been amazing to get to talk to you guys um so
0: and i can't wait to listen to more of your podcast Wanting. Thank
1: you, first of all, thank you. Sorry, yeah,
0: thank you. No, thank you, honestly. It's been so great to hear that from you, to be honest. Do you wanna say anything to the people that follow you already? Yeah,
2: first of all, thank you so much to everybody who watches the video. Like I said, I, I read every single comment. It means the world to me. It's been the most validating thing, like as like an aspiring filmmaker, to have people watch my work, want another part, um, like tell me how much they love it and stuff like that. and um, like it's just unbelievable so yeah it's it's been a crazy experience that i didn't expect to have um and like it just kind of happened from following my interests uh, despite you know insecurities and overcoming those insecurities and, and stuff like that so uh it's been amazing like every time someone's like oh i rewatched this or i'm watching it or i watched it it blows my mind and makes me so happy so um i'm glad i could I could deliver that for the Lambs because I love Mariah um, and the Lambley is so awesome. So uh, I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate everything. Um, and I'll try to be less elusive because the Lambs are
0: amazing. I think you should try to be a little less elusive because there's people that want to watch documentaries that don't know about Mariah that might want to watch yours as well. It's mm. To be fair, it's really interesting. Even as somebody that knows most of the information, your documentaries are so interesting.
1: Yes, literally, like I said, <laughs> I don't even fucking like Celine like that. And I would watch just because yes. I already know the level of quality I'm getting, bitch. That's what yeah. I am That's literally yeah, it's 100%. Yeah.
2: yeah. Thank you so much.
3: And I would love to watch that Paula Abdul uh, documentary because believe it or not, before I was a Mariah Carey fan, I was a Paul Abdul fan. So I would totally watch that. And I want to see you more around in the, the Lamely. Like, we will be your lamb friends. Just Can we be your lamb friends? Can we be, we can be, friends. be lamb friends?
1: Follow yeah. yeah. we'll we'll me Yes, God. add me on Instagram. Add me on Instagram. Be my friend on Facebook. Instagram. 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 <laughs> Instagram.
2: <laughs> Instagram. Oh You guys are so nice and even like i was talking to nick um on instagram a lot before this and he was the one who really set it all up and stuff and it's just amazing the things he was saying and like it just blows my mind that people like the doc so much and want to talk to me and know about me and like everything like it's it's just crazy to me so yeah uh it's just amazing so nick specifically thanks so much and then um gia and uh gareth thanks so much for making your podcast because I was looking for, I was looking for a good land podcast, bitch, and I found it. So oh, <laughs> this is the only
0: God. one left.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. What's oh
0: no, up? That's good. That's good. Thank you. Very much. I and do I,
1: appreciate that. Yeah.
3: It's, it's not a pleasure.
0: Easy.
3: Yeah. And when you make part four, come on and be our guest again.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yes. We'll
1: come back and talk about it. Ooh. And we can get, we can get into every little bit. Happily. Yes. Cause, wouldn't it be so much fun to like actually go through and watch it and like I could take notes because I didn't prepare all that much for this one, but we could like totally make it a thing. Or like, remember when we used to do fucking watch-alongs? Oh, that was so fun!
0: Oh my god, yeah, we, we used to we used to be like literally just like a live <laughs> chat on Instagram.
1: Yeah, just yeah, that. Damn, yeah. we've we've been we've been doing. <laughs> lamb stuff i'm just so glad i met you guys so
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. she's gonna cry
1: no i'm not crying but i'm just like
3: this is just a good another good example of mariah bringing people together and changing their lives it really is and mariah's done that for me many times and i hope that mariah will continue to do that for you you're 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 an amazing lamb and i hope to see more of you thank you
2: i would love to get to to chat with you guys more sometime and you know like be lamb friends online like i said i don't have very many lamb friends so it's like actually probably any lamb friends who i'm like gonna text and be like hey what's up you know so it was amazing to come on this podcast and get to talk about my work and and even just to chat with you guys i was like oh my god it's it's them like actually i could talk to them so it's very cool um but yeah and and any good podcast needs you know chemistry and charisma between the between the podcast people and you guys definitely have that in spades so um you're always fun to listen to uh and i can't wait to
0: see what you guys
2: come up with next too
0: oh thank you very much that's very kind sorry
1: (laughs) i was taking the dog out i really appreciate that
0: no i didn't same same.
1: (laughs) my bad lucky was like really going crazy she was tripping bitch. (laughs)
0: this this was always like supposed to be like a nice place a safe space for everybody to come and talk and you know it's been going for like how long has this been going for like two years now
1: has it been two years
0: it's been two years guys and it's seen many changes, but it's been like an ongoing thing where we've just tried to maintain the original concept. Yeah, it's nice when we can converse with the people that have had different experiences. I honestly do think that you should carry on just to finish it all off. Should part four be the last one then? Um, no. So, I did I think know it could be. I,
1: do, I think it could be. I don't think you need to do more than that. If you want to do more, wrap it up in 2019 with number one uh Christmas but Nick Cannon it doesn't need to be that deep I'm serious no,
0: it could be like a Luis Miguel kind of situation like yeah bip, 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 and then on to the next album well, Mariah
3: didn't have kids with Luis Miguel, so Nick Cannon is okay, really kind okay. Of but big she deal. mentioned
1: him in like a page of her book. Girl, come
3: on. He
0: lig- can linger on for a little extra than Luis Miguel, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> but look at what he's achieved since. Like, come on, is no. We'll let you make the decision. Anything that you do, I'm sure it'll be great. I well, think so. You yeah, today. you have a, a real way of storytelling.
1: I think if you bless us with a fourth part. I think it'll perfectly close the whole thing and yeah. then you can do other people like I mean anyone you can do anyone you literally could do anyone Ooh. Michael Jackson would be fucking awesome like that would be crazy
2: thank you I love Janet Jackson as well so she'd be interesting to do like um Janet yeah. Jackson like was one of my most listened to artists last year I love those first Me too. yeah yeah Me like too. I love control and rhythm nation and stuff like that mm-hmm. like those those are amazing so
0: well her whole out her whole discography is amazing can i just ask have you used any of this as your like experience or outside of university for like have i used any of these projects like as a school project no like you've done it outside of whatever you're doing at school Mm -hmm. but at the end you can like reference that i've done this as well outside of i've i've been
2: pretty quiet about it honestly like uh i i like there's a film group chat in my program and I um, I didn't send it to anyone or really tell anyone that I made them until part three and I was like here we go like here is part three like if you guys like music documentaries stuff like that like I said I'm more quiet but I'm trying not to be like I'm trying to yeah especially this year I'm trying to um, you know show myself more and stuff like that so uh, I, I generally haven't I have learned a lot though from making these documentaries and you can see that from the first edit um like i don't know if like i said it exists somewhere but um the original edit of part one like i watched it a bit of it recently and i was like oh this is crap like you know i like i I watched that and that's um, always gonna
0: happen you're always gonna make something you're like it's shit and it probably isn't you know Mm -hmm. so don't. Don't think like that all the time. You will, it doesn't matter what I say, you will think like that, but it doesn't always mean it is. I, I. when I was at university, I was doing stuff and I was like, oh my God, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. And it passed, you know, it doesn't always, and, and I was doing stuff just from me to the tutor, you're doing stuff online and you're getting ridiculous views. So you need to believe in yourself more, believe it, don't necessarily believe in the views as such, but believe in what you're putting out is the same quantity, the same quality, And then you put it out and you're you're going to get the same followers because you're getting it already.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, it'd be amazing if it was like uh, my dream is to kind of have the channel continue and to be like a documentary channel and have like Mm. like, you know, 10 different documentaries. Um, Right. uh, And like, you know, I already got three down. But uh, yeah, just to to have them be cinematic and, you know, rooted in quality and stuff like that. Because that's what
1: would you uh, pick any other topics? for
2: documentaries Um, to cover um i really like music documentaries right now i don't know if i delve into other topics because i really have to love what i'm talking about for me to put that much time into it um i considered doing like wham and like george michael's story uh last summer
0: that's a good topic as well
2: yeah like i thought it could be interesting and then i was like paul abdul but then i just decided to do part three um of this because it's already established right um yeah but i think. I think it could be great because the Tommy's Mariah could um, get my audience. Um, and then, you know, I could continue with other artists. Like, I don't want to say Madonna, but I like you know, Madonna could be interesting. Like, I know the Lambs have mixed feelings towards her, um, but it could be. I didn't see her. <laughs> Do we not know Madonna? I don't. There's, I don't there's
0: know. a lot to cover. There's a lot to yeah, cover. Yeah. But in terms of Mariah... There's not a lot to cover with Madonna, but I completely get where you're coming from. It's another mm-hmm. franchise for you to delve into. I get it. Um, mm. A great franchise would be Jennifer Lopez. Another franchise would be Tom and Matola. next, maybe. I don't know. It's entirely up to you. But, like, there's so many options for you because of your talent and what you can do with your video editing and storytelling. I think... You'll, you'll do really well.
1: If you made a Titanic documentary, I would watch it. Like, I don't even <laughs> give, give a fuck. Like,
2: what Thanks is it about? No, I, love the yeah. Ty- I do love Titanic, one of my favorite movies, so we'll see, maybe that'll happen, Gia, you don't know. Um. Period,
1: like I Dude. used to watch, when you were talking about watching the special features, film <laughs> I was like, oh, I had the three disc Titanic movie. <gasps> I was watching the special features, like all six hours of it, boo. Like, I got you, James Cameron, yes. That's the one right there, Cameron, I you already have it. know.
3: Uh... You already know, you already know,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely the three disk special moment with the fold-out and the two of them.
3: Wait,
0: yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait.
1: yes, there it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes! I already yes, I already know. I already know.
0: You already know, I, I already know. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, I think there's so much interesting stuff to talk about. I love music, so combining music and film is like super cool for me. Um I did like a little short um for my school like that was kind of based on Tommy but like the names were changed and stuff like that. Right. Um cuz I just find I just find it so interesting and and so there's so many opportunities for editing um it, it in cool ways and stuff like that and I think it was good to cover Mariah Carey cuz she already has an audience. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like I have to develop an audience like you guys already love Mariah so it's um it was easier in that sense to do that but uh yeah. So, and I don't know, it's just amazing to have support for the channel. And um, I didn't think, I didn't think that would happen, but it's, it's very, very cool.
0: Well, keep making what you are passionate about and it will shine through. <laughs> thank you. Because it does. Thank you. Period. <laughs> yeah. Period. Uh,
2: with the <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you so much, Cameron. Thank you. you. You're amazing. Yeah. And I can't yeah. wait to see what you do in the future. Yeah. And keep yeah, in yeah.
2: touch, Seriously. please. Okay, we'll keep yeah. in touch. I will follow the other two on Instagram, Gareth and Gia. Um, and yeah. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Cam Barbeau, B A um, R B E A U. If you want to check out my channel, it's called Realizing Your Dream. Uh, they're my documentaries. Tommy's Mariah on there. And please donate to my GoFundMe and my PayPal because I'm a broke. University student and I need money and I would. Really and this
1: shit doesn't it. just happen, you guys. Like, oh my gosh, coming out with like some sort of thing, like series and editing shit together gareth you already know yeah any sort of girl it doesn't just fucking happen Edison like, is
0: a big fucking ah, deal guys these, so people, please go these people
1: literally go go find and these people really thought that mariah was just sitting there in these interviews like it was nothing like that shit doesn't just happen you guys okay so go follow everything you guys <laughs> all
2: right yes thank okay. you and thanks for having me on the podcast guys i really appreciate it it's amazing to get to talk to you um thank you anytime. for giving your time to us
0: it's been a pleasure anytime, yeah. All right, absolutely thank you. All okay. Right, okay thank you everybody for listening we have been the obsessed podcast Bye-bye. Right, you
1: guys. bye
0: Bye-bye. <laughs>